Welcome to Anything But Routine, presented by Just For Kicks. This podcast covers everything and anything dance. Stay up to date with the podcast by hitting the subscribe button. I'm Jeannie Wozniak and um, Kim Freights is, you know, we, we're business partners. We're in our 13th season of Edge Studio of Dance in um, Massachusetts. And Kim and I have known each other. Um, we grew up together and we sort of went separate ways through college and reconnected after and just a passion of dance and working with children and wanting to create an environment where children were getting great dance education, and also having a safe, warm, friendly, encouraging environment. Um, and that's really like what we, you know, created together, we feel. We have um, nine other faculty members who oh, that's a lot. have the same vision as us and are, you know, just it's nice consistency too for the kids. So we don't have a lot of in and out you know, teachers, it's been people who have been with us for years and years. And I think a lot of kids look forward to signing up again, like year after year with a recognizable teacher and somebody that they loved last year. So, so it's nice that they have that consistency. Oh, I, I agree. I realize I'm getting low on batteries here. So Kim, (laughs) Kim, go ahead and, and take off that. All right, so we, um, I'm Kim, Kim Freights. Uh, Jeannie and I came together 13 years ago and built Edge Studio of Dance. And um, we really, really try and strive to obviously produce and not produce, but to grow um, wonderful dancers, but also good people. You know, um, we, we, it's a lot of life lessons and coaching and with these children so that, that they grow into disciplined young wonderful people. Um, We also do try to give the, give the dancers an education in every subject. So we're not just strictly contemporary jazz based. We have a strong program with our hip hop. We have a strong ballet program. We have a a strong, great acro program, jazz, like each subject we have a a faculty member that is passionate about that subject. And when the teacher is passionate about that subject, it only enhances the dancers and the program within the studio. So we really do try to give them a real well-rounded education. That's awesome. That's so awesome. Now you guys, you guys both mentioned that your faculty has stayed with you quite a while. And what do you attribute that to? I mean, I can tell you what I attribute to. I, I think you must treat your people well. I think that's important that they are so important. Yeah, it's part of like being a family. And I know that is a struggle for a lot of studio owners that um, the the come and go of staff. But, it, it you know, I have, I have a couple staff in my um, local studio here that I run that have been over 20 years there. And I mean, that's awesome. they're, like, they're like a part of the family. So I think that's um, yeah. important. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, when we first started the studio and we opened, it was Kim and I and um, two like teachers who we had, you know, known in the area for, you know, quite a few years and had, um, you know, went to school with or grew up with. So 
they, you know, they helped us when we first started opening and we, we met our ballet teacher, um, a studio down the street from where we opened had just closed that year. Um, and she sort of just like fell into our lab. Oh, and it was you. like, <laughs> we're like, oh my God. Yeah. So thankful. So Renee is still with us. You know, Renee's been with us for th- these 13, 13 years. And then it really just grew from like, you know, one of our teachers, us saying like, oh, we really want to bring in somebody that just specializes in tap and really like that's their passion. And it was like one of our teachers and great friends was like, oh my God, I went to school with this girl. She's amazing. Like, you know, you should meet her. She came. Mm-hmm. And now she's been she's with so us for sister. like 10 years. <laughs> yeah, she's like a sister to yeah. us. And <laughs> she really is. She does a lot of our social media for us. And like, you know, so I feel like we've just brought people in because we know somebody or they've been recommended. And, and, we and have- I do think because Kim and I don't necessarily treat them as like the bosses. We don't like throw that card out often. Mm-mm. It's like That's we're it. all working together as a team. I think they feel that like team atmosphere and respect. And two of our teachers were, were actually our students. And that's neat too. Crazy. When yeah. you enter them. And I have some starting this this fall that have graduated from our program and then gone on yeah. to school and now they came back and they're, they're mm-hmm. like, we really want to teach. So that's cool. Okay. So how many, are you in a big community or a small community? It sounds like you're kind of in a big Area. Yeah, we're in a kind of a large community. I mean, um, the town that we're, our studio is in is definitely probably, I mean, I might be wrong, but I'm assuming it's in like, you know, there's probably like 20, 30,000 people that live in the town. Like, so but we're somewhere around there. But, but like, what? But, well, there, there's a lot of towns <laughs> around us. So, like, I mean, we have students who travel like a half hour to come to the studio oh, for dance. That's what so you kind of have. A that's lot of people yeah. come. Yeah, great word of mouth. That's um, the too. Um, so, so how many students do you have right now? Like bodies, not classes, but. Right. So we, this year, we, right around 400. Wow, have. that's amazing. Um, it is amazing, you know, with this whole um, virus. It, it, you know, it's fluctuated through the months, but that's we so had like a solid 400, which was great. Have you taught virtually throughout COVID? We have. So you got on the We virtual. took about two weeks off while we yeah. gathered our thoughts. <laughs> like, <laughs> while you, you know, what, what are we, we going to do? Created a plan to survive, right? And mm-hmm. setting up Zoom and figuring that out, Kim. God love Kim. You know, she <laughs> set us all up on Zoom, thank God. And, you know, it's really kind of been, it hasn't been too much of a bumpy road. No. Um, amazingly it really it really hasn't yeah I feel like I I didn't mean to talk over you I'm sorry no that's okay ended up learning a lot um from zoom and 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 that we can approach things different ways you know um I was telling Kim before you got on that um just for kicks has youth dance programs in over 200 communities well um so we've been meeting weekly with our directors now over zoom and and that's been great it's 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 like brought us closer together and right. last night we had a meeting with husbands and we've never yeah. done that before and it was like how to get on board with your um partner to help them be more successful in their studio you know and if the oh that's awesome. are, and it was a great meeting we just talked about you know, how if you can support them at their recitals and you can support them at their marketing, 
and at in the home life and not see it as, oh, she's gone another night, but oh, she's really helping build the business. And we kind of had a whole thing, like if you're in it together, boy, it's going to make your mm -hmm. studio more successful. That's awesome. So and, and, and I think that that's what Kim and I are so lucky is to have each other because there's so many dance schools and, and, you know, you'll see people posting out on social media and there's wonderful dance community groups and chats and, um, you know, people are like putting up these emails that they received and how do I respond to this? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, what are you guys doing during this time? And it's like, Kim and I have always had each other to, to, to support up. one another. And, you know, she's really good at, you know, one thing and I'm great at another. And, you know, I'm, just our personalities, we pull each other in or out or calm each other. Like we have that special bond. I mean, we both have two great husbands who are so yes. supportive of us. That's cool. I'm so thankful that we just have each other to reach out to all the time before we make like a big decision or and that's send important. a email. You need yeah. that confidant and you need that support. And now you also mentioned that you balance each other. You know, yeah. uh, I feel like it's really important to have, you know, like my assistant here in the office or my daughter works with me and my, well, my whole family works with me, but it's, <laughs> that, that could be another podcast, but, right. <laughs> but, but, you know, it's, you need somebody that like, I'm the creative, the idea all over the place person but you need that person to kind of get you in line, you know, so balancing. That's Kim. Yeah. Kim, so let's get in line. This is what we need to do. This, this, this. Yeah. So I think that and it now. really is neat to look at that and see that you, you found the, it's almost like opposites attract and you, you can balance each other. Okay. So what has oh, been, so similar. <laughs> what, what would be your advice to people right now, starting a new business? What has helped you grow to 400 kids? Having an amazing faculty and wonderful families and having each other to make decisions. And is this, is this idea one that's going to help? You know, um, we have wonderful families too, like our, our own personal families, but the, the, the dancers' families, the studio. Yeah. they have been nothing but wonderful on this like, journey. I, I also think like us, like Kim and I, you know, we were in our 20s when we first you know, opened the studio and had this dream. And um, I feel like when I look over these past 13 years of how much like we've both grown into like our confidence and just, mm -hmm. um, it's really hard. Well, and that's another thing. It's like, thank God we have each other to like lean against because it's almost like it made us a little bit like stronger. So if we made a decision, that's what we like stood behind because we both had each other. Because um, in the beginning, it was really hard. You'd have a lot of, you know, sometimes parents telling yeah, you, like, yeah. oh, you should do this or you should do that. And why aren't you? And I don't like that decision or like, you know, and it, it really is hard when it comes at you. So we've learned a lot about just standing our ground, but doing yeah, it with, yeah. um, yeah, but doing it kindly, it, but also with kindness too. Like, I think like, you know, just us growing up together and, you know, throughout this business and just anytime there's an issue, like not letting it, um, run away from us where it turns into like nasty like fights with people or it's like you know these people yeah. are concerned about their children and it's like you know we we're always here to listen to you come and talk to us don't talk about it outside of the studio or in our waiting room or you right. know it's like 
chocolate. We, are, we always have an open door. You know? I love that. And I, th- you've said several things that I just, I, I really admire. Um, you know, I've been in business 39 years and I, I feel, feel, yeah, I started in my twenties too. So yeah. I started actually when I was, I, I'm 62 right now, but um, great. Oh, thank you. It's the dancing, right? Right. I, I should show you though. I, I don't know. And if being I, around the kids, the kids keep you young right now. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, I broke my ankle last week. So anyway, isn't that funny? But no, you said a couple great things. First of all, I feel like one of the reasons you've been successful is positivity. I look at a lot of studio owners who see the client as the enemy. It's like if the parent comes to you, they have every right to ask a question about their child. That's their child. Mm -hmm. And so I think sometimes the way people respond to it, like if you build up that defense, like wall, you aren't going to get along with your parents as well. And that is a thing you learn. I think at first we're all fragile. Like, you know, I remember when my daughter started teaching and the people were outside the waiting room, she'd be like, they're all just staring at me. And I go, but if you were on that other side, they're saying such great things about you. You just aren't hearing them. And at human nature, we're all like, oh, what are they saying? What are they saying? But you do get more confident after you've taught a while. Now I love parents to watch me because I know right. what they're saying. You know, I yeah. know they're hopefully yeah. saying good things. And they're probably saying, oh, she can't get down as and up as good. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> um, and then, you know, so you said that positively. I think the parents need, you know, and one thing that I've learned is when somebody comes to me, I want to, you know, I want to say, yeah, let you, you know, like I had a football coach, uh, not football coach. He was a football coach, but he was also my AD. I coach at the high school as well mm-hmm. as run the studio. And he always said, you know, if a parent calls me and says, why isn't Johnny playing quarterback this weekend? And he go, he'd say, you know, I want to talk to you about that because let's talk, let's have coffee. And he would open the door so that those parents. And I think that's something that most studios are slam the door. I don't want, because I see that on Facebook a lot. So I'm glad to hear you guys are, are building your build relationships. You know, that's what's important. So. And, and, And I also think like, as we've learned over the years, Kim and I, um, it is a fine balance. You want to be open and you want to listen to what people have to say and, you know, be positive and everything. But like, we've also learned too, there's that fine line of you can't become like too close yeah. to, to, to parents because in the end, as much as you get along and they're good and supportive, the second you don't you know, place them into a class that they want to be in, or they weren't ready for this or that. It's like that friendship is like out the window because it's really, it it really comes down to their child. So you have to find that balance of being respectful and thoughtful and interested what's going on in your life. Like we know everything that's going on in people's, you know, lives and, um, but not like getting too close where you really start to blend, like blend it too much. Yeah, you know? because it, 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 you're right. It ends up being an awkward situation. So, you know, being, you know, so um, do you have rec teams and competition groups at your studio or what are, what are you about kind of? We do. So we have three different programs. We have the recreational program, which, you know, kids come in and they take a one hour a week of jazz or acro or um, tap, or they could take every subject within the rec program. Um, So we offer 
every subject for these children. We break it down by ages. We have our petite level, our junior level, and our senior level. Um, and then we have the STAR program, which is a little bit more team track oriented. Um, it's for the student that you know has a lot of potential, might not be ready for team, or it's for the you know dancer that would love to do team, but they also do two or three other different activities and they don't have that time commitment to give to a full company. So it kind of is a perfect balance and our STAR program competes. They compete in two to three competitions a year. And they have a requirement of taking ballet also. Yep. So that's where, that's where our requirements start to come in. Recreation, you can just take whatever, you know, you please have fun. The STAR program, we're monitoring um, attendance. You have to take, you know, ballet classes. Um, and then, I'm sorry, then we have our dance companies. Go ahead, Kimmy. No, that's all right. Um, we do, we have our dance programs that, um, they compete with a jazz dance, a lyric dance, contemporary dance, some of them join the ACRA team. They, they have a tap dance and we've come together all our dance teams from minis to seniors. We all come together and do one big production. Um, and we do hip hop. I missed hip hop. Um, which is totally fierce. So, and these kids, <laughs> kids dance, you know, they have an hour in each subject. They have an hour and a half technique class. Some of them take um, two to three ballet classes plus a point class. So, you know, their time commitment is pretty extensive, but they love it and that's their passion, you know, so. And that's why it's so important to offer such a safe, like community, a good place to come to because these kids are spending a lot of hours, <laughs> you know, I mean, we see, we see them a little bit more than, more their, than parents their parents sometimes. Yeah. Which is so. wonderful. Yeah. It's a big responsibility leading kids. And when you're with them that many hours a week, it, you know, I think it's really important that we all think about what, um, you know, values we're imparting to these kids so that they're better for having been coached by you or taught by That's you. That's what we hope. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Our goal. It's a great mission. You know, you know, I have a saying, you know, for our directors is, are, are all your actions such that you would be happy to see them in your students? And that's a, yeah. that's a tough one. You got to really look at yourself in the mirror and go, okay, am I modeling what I want these kids to be? Right. So, right. yeah, right. That's good. but I, I really, it, it makes me happy to hear that you guys are doing that because I just think it's so important. You know, you have the Abby Lee Miller show, you know, where they're just berating kids. And, and I have always felt you don't need to treat kids that way no. and get results by being, no. you know, get, get, you know. I think we've really found, you know, over the years, like, because we teach with such like positivity, even when it's like, we're not seeing what we know the kids are capable, they're capable of more and we need more out of them. I think we've really found that balance of like over the years, like any sort of like yelling and it just, it, the Doesn't. kids just fall collapse into themselves yeah. and we don't really seem to get the best like we found over the years that we really get the best out of the kids because it's like we're positive we laugh like come on like we're better than this like yeah. it doesn't have to be you don't have to make them feel bad about themselves mm-hmm. to pull the best out of them you know 
it's really interesting that uh, I, well, I said I coach a high school team too, and my, somebody made a video about six different videos. It was called the Road to State Competition, and they did all these videos of me at practice. And I have to admit that, you know, it was two weeks prior to state, so they kept building it. And it's really competitive in Minnesota. Like, I should send you a video. It's very, very competitive. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they caught some moments of me where I'm being pretty darn tough. You know, I'm being tough, but not mean. And I think there's a difference, difference. You know, being, being very, um, driven and high expectations, but I think you know, that's big treating Having- them respectfully, always treating them respectfully. Kids want to be good. I feel like they want to work hard for you. They want to be disciplined. They want to excel and they want to please their teacher. You know, so I, I just really admire that you guys are working your studio that way. And that would show um, why you're growing, you know? So how do you, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I'm just thinking like if the kids know that you can get more out of them and you work to get more out of them, they're going to give you more. And sometimes I say that to them, you know, like we did a fun thing this week. um, And I don't know if you've ever done this, but we, we do conferences with our kids and we just scheduled them on zoom this week because we can't be together. So, and we gave them each a 10 minute increment that they could come on and talk to all three coaches at the same time and they would come on it was kind of cute and they were sitting there and then we'd be like well what is something that you want to talk about you know and we would talk about what they're doing well and it was neat they could have their moms there so I loved saying like you just had such a super year this year you came so far and then we would talk about goals for the next year and go I see you working you know, I could see you getting this better, a certain skill, and that's my goal for you. And, you know, and then we'd say, what do you feel your weakness is? What do you feel your strength is? Team-wise. That's cool. I love yeah, that idea. It, it really just that, and you can say so much in 10 minutes. So we're doing mm-hmm. three different um, days because it gets, you get yeah. tired doing it. Mm-hmm. So we've done our one. We have another one today and then another one. And boy, those kids, they only get 10 minutes together, but moms were there with them. And it was really neat being able to say the stuff in front of their parents, you know, and even the stuff they need to work on. And we were like, you know, you're get, you're really, really strong, but I need you to work on flexibility or, you know, vice versa, whatever it was. Always the positive, yeah. you know, to then go into what you need to work on and yeah. Yes. And we even talked about, okay, now you're going to be a junior next year, or you're going to be a sophomore. And, you know, I talked a lot about when you were a rookie remember how hard you worked and how scared you were? Let's keep that going. You know, I go, I want you to get comfortable being uncomfortable. I want you to, you know, and so I just think it gave us that chance. So that's a neat thing. We, we talk, we talk about our um, younger um, dancers that we, we say like, they're so hungry. Yes. Like they're just hungry for more and they just want to keep like growing and getting better and increasing their flexibility. And it's like, that's like so awesome. We love that like hunger in them. It's exciting. It's exciting. Yeah. You know, so, well, okay. Let's, what, uh, what else can we talk about? What do you have advice for new studio owners or, um, goals that you have set for you guys in the next 10 years, or I'm just trying to think 10 years, right? Um, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing next week. Yeah. (laughs) I know. I think any nobody ed- thought this would be in their five year plan. <laughs> the, no. You know, when I started, like what I do, um, I thought I'd do it for like five years. 
you know. Yeah, look at you now. Yeah, and I'm still here. It's just crazy. Working with the kids and just it keeps yeah. you young and like love the kids. Yeah. And fresh. Yeah. I think yeah. I think we always we love that. Like if you're getting into this, you know, um, you have to love, you know, working with kids and obviously we all love, you know, dance and performing and um shows and that kind of stuff, costuming and it's like we all love that, but you also have to love you know, the kids and you have to find a little bit of, um, you know, you need to make time for your parents and, you know, be friendly and you need to have good people who work for you and an open door policy and just, you know, don't throw the boss card down too often and really work together as a team. And I think like, you know, you can have a successful, you know, studio where word of mouth gets around, like this is, you know, these people are kind, like they're, it's really good dance education, but they're also, they're, they're good people. They're fun people. They're nice people. And I think that that is what is going to, you know, help increase your numbers and, you know, just How make you your studio a better community. For sure. For sure. I just had a thought and it left me. Take um, the risk too. Take the risk. Cause you'll never know. And if you go with your heart and you dream big, I, there's no stopping you, you know, go with it. In terms of, yeah, that's great advice. In terms of your, um, okay, a couple things. I want you to talk about how you balance it all or if you struggle. And then also like the financial side of the owning a studio, you know, just the, in the work, it, it's, it's daunting at times. So how do you, how do you manage that? Well, I think we balance, you know, each other like on the business side of it because you know Kim you know does a lot of like art emails and all that kind of stuff I do a lot of like you know speaking like with the parents or making like the phone calls and the you know the communication direct with people so like we balance balance each other that way um but I think too like as we've grown and we've started families of our own um you know and it just creates a little bit like less time sometimes for us to like with our faculty kind of um, letting them help us and not feeling like we have to micromanage everything. Like, right, you know, I right. said, one of our, one of our teachers does office hours for us. And if that's just answering the phone in the office to have a voice answer the phone or, um, you know, um, doing our social media, um, helping, put together the costume orders and bagging everything. And I mean, those are hours of time and it's like, it's nice to be able to allow people to help us with things like that and not feel like we have to micromanage everything. That's something that I think is important to, to talk about is that you don't have to do everything. And, you know, a lot of times people say, how do you do all you do? And I'm like, great help. You know, you can't do it all. And, and, and try to not do things that you could have other people pay other people to do for you so that you can focus on what you do best. You know? Right. So, yeah, that's important. And that trying to find that balance. It was funny because I was on a panel with four women in a, do you know who Rachel Cruz is? She's a financial person. Uh, anyway, I was on a panel where she was the keynote and then I was like the opening act or whatever. And, uh, and one of the things that that they talked about is is all, to all four panelists who are all like CEOs and stuff like that. Like, how do you find balance? And all of us were like, 
we don't, <laughs> you know, we have to be honest. We're like, we work more than most people. We really do. And I, I think when you're a business owner, that idea that you can do everything and have everything perfectly balanced is not quite true. I mean, I work at it. It has to be a continual struggle, but I do think that, that finding perfect balance, I just work more hours than most people. I know that I do. It, it took me a really long time to figure that out. <laughs> you know, I, I was, I'm a person that likes to get things done yesterday. So to give some things to other people to do, I think has, like you said, made me better at what I do best at not feeling so overwhelmed by I can get this done. I got to get this done. Da, 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 da. We can kind of, our, our, our faculty is so wonderful that we can give them some yes. of the spread and say, that's good. That's this great. Is good. That's great. Yeah. And financially, I feel like, you know, from the very start of Kim and I opening our studio, um, we, we have a really great accountant. He's a friend. <laughs> and I'm he's just always steered us in the right direction about like how to, you know, how to run the business and just how to, you know, just like them doing our um, bookkeeping and not having to like worry about all that stuff. It's like, like that kind of stuff has just, you know, that's great to not like be on our plate. And he's just always been um, such a wonderful person that we can, you know, go to if we have questions and this and like having a payroll company like that takes care of, you know, paying everybody each week because some of that stuff, I don't know, that was just really helped, helped us. And then it can I feel be interesting. Like yeah. Yeah. Just doing things the right way. And now being in this situation, situation. as to what's going on, we, oh. like I said, we don't feel like we've had so many bumps in the road because I think we're just, we did everything right ahead of time and didn't. That's great. That's great. Cause there's so many people that, that I've talked to that are like, Oh, I wish I would have saved more or I wish I would have watched expenses more and, you know, different things. Or a lot of times some people, you know, they're talking about the, um, you know, like the, their employees were contract workers. So if you were looking to do like the PPP plan or anything like that, like, you know, you can't because you can't pay contract workers through it. And, you know, so our teachers, we've always, you know, I remember our accountant had advised us, no, like it's better. Like you, you want to take care of these people and like they, you know, they do a lot for you and they help make your business successful. You should, have them on as employees employees and, yeah and because i because we had talked about should we just do contract like should we well, it'd be way easier you know and, and he was like no he's like continue to do like the right thing yeah. and take care of them and have them pay into blah blah and thank goodness right because <laughs> I, I feel direct. for the studios who are oh. you know struggling with that and i and there are a lot who are, and people, you know, that are new starting studios, that's one big advice, you know, from the three of us is do things right, get mm-hmm. the right advice from people, like having a great accountant that, oh. that, that can steer you in the right direction is just so important, you know, and mm-hmm. um, don't skimp on that. No, like that's, that's important. Yeah. Right. Right. And we're lucky, like all of our youth programs, that's one of the things that we we're different in what you do, but that's one of the things we do for our employees that, that run programs in all these towns is we do all their accounting and run stuff by the book. So I love to hear that you guys are doing that correctly. And, and so many people, that's the kind of thing they skimp on. And then when, 
you know, you can, you can get yourself in legal trouble and mm-hmm. different things. Mm-hmm. So it's important to be by the book on all that stuff. Agreed. Agreed. So, well, you guys, I just am really pleased with all, you know, hearing all you've done and it's exciting. I think we all, you know, are in, it, responsible for the reputation of dance teachers around the country. So I love it when I hear people are doing a great job. So it's neat oh, that we you. connected by this and I would love to have you on again sometime. And anytime, I hope our paths cross. Any last thing you want to say? I don't know. Just hope everybody is, you know, staying healthy and, um, you know, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to make it through. And if it's a little bit different on the other side of it, like, you know, um, you know, and you can rebuild again if you need to. Yeah. There's a lot of, you have a good model and you have a good name, like, you know, I, I just hope everybody's healthy and I hope, you know, we'll make it onto the other side of this. We really well, will. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. And it's really been fun well, thank to you. know you. Yeah. So, yeah. So nice I, to speak with you, Cindy. I hope our paths cross again soon. Thank, too. You. thank you. Bye now. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Anything But Routine podcast. Be sure to subscribe. And if you enjoyed this podcast, give us a five-star rating. For more Anything But Routine content, go to justforkicks.com slash anythingbutroutine.com.